friends. We are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the Womp Friends Podcast. Um, what is going on in your life, Llewellyn? Well, let's see. It's what, halfway through the year now? Almost. I mean, just started the sixth month. Um, wow. Uh, this month is one year for me living in Florida, so... Woo-hoo. That's pretty exciting. I also, this month, get to go home to Michigan and visit for the Mm. first time since I left, which will coincidentally be the day I leave here is the day I arrived here last year. So Wow. That's crazy. It's kind of odd how that landed, but um, get to go back, celebrate a family member that's graduating, a friend who's also kind of family that's graduating, Mm. and then... My stepbrother is also getting married, so a lot in one trip, but I'm excited. Um, I can't wait to see family, see friends that I haven't seen in almost a year, so yeah, nothing else is really different. Uh, Florida is freaking hot right now. Um, It's only, what, June? Like, hurricane season just started, and it's already been, like, over 90 degrees multiple days in a row. Mm. Super humid, rainy, which just makes it more humid. So it's just, you walk outside, and, like, some days I forget that I live in Florida, and I hit, like, this wall of heat. And, of course, I can't work in shorts, so it's like I walk out in long pants and long shirts because inside it's freezing. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm uh, not looking forward to the weather but i'll be excited to escape to michigan for 10 days nice How about that sounds you? wonderful i want a vacation so bad oh, i cannot wait <laughs> i planned um, this vacation like four months ago so oh, it's dang it's yeah it's probably the longest i've ever planned a vacation out so and i i don't recommend that why because you just want to get there <laughs> Yeah, and well, because I, I mean, I just started this job back in December, so I've been accruing vacation time, so technically, oh. I, I could not have taken a vacation this long until now, so it, like, really wouldn't have worked any other way, but it's just been, like, watching other coworkers go on vacation in the next, in the last four months has been, like, excruciating, because I'm just mm. waiting for mine to come. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Dang. Well, um... Nothing has really changed for me either. Um, my dog's trying to make herself a nice little home next to me. <laughs> um, I I guess tomorrow at work's going to be really fun. The Wienermobile is stopping by. <laughs> That's really random, but okay. They reached out to us. They were like, okay. we love all of your personalities and like the people on the radio and their shows and what they have to say we listen to them all the time we're driving through to a different event that we have to be at later that night would love to stop by if you are willing and we were like yep (laughs) so that's gonna be funny and fun um and then i think one of the days this week i might work from home because i've got a a project where it's like i literally i need nobody to bother me because it's just going to be like this mundane like data importing and i just like I'd rather do that from my bed or my couch than have to do that, that, you know, somewhere else. So, yeah. Um, yes. So 
yeah, that's pretty much it. So uh, why don't you give us the episode recap? Yes. So this week we watched season four, episode 22. Yes, 22. Titled The One with the Worst Best Man Ever. So this teleplay was by Michael Curtis and Gregory S. Mallins. Story by Seth Kurland. Directed by Peter Bonaires and originally aired on April 30th of 1998. When Joey's duck swallows Ross's wedding ring. Spoiler. He is worried he'll have to sacrifice his (laughs) beloved fowl to retrieve it. That's really funny. All right. So... As we mentioned last week, it's back to me, Llewellyn, um, leading. So we are going to talk about two topics tonight, because oddly enough, that's all that was in this episode. Yeah, it's Um, a real guys versus girls type of thing happening. It is. It is. So we've got Joey, Chandler, Ross, and the best man situation. Mm -hmm. And then we've got Phoebe, Rachel, and Monica, and the pregnancy situation. Yes. Um, So... We'll just start with Joey and the guys, because okay. that's what's in my notes. Um, but sure. we'll actually start with the soft opening, because it's actually, I think, the only scene where all of the friends are together. Yeah. 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 So in the soft open, we're in the cafe, and Phoebe comes in, all the go- all the friends are there, and she's just complaining about being pregnant. You know, she's peeing a lot, she can't drink regular coffee, she, like, has this moment of, like, giant mood swing, and, like, the friends are all tense, Ross offers her a cookie, and then Rachel, like, (laughs) timidly asks her, like, how are the mood swings going? And Phoebe, in a totally different mood, is like, I don't really think I uh, have experienced those yet. Yeah. Even though she just did. (laughs) Right at the beginning, um, you can tell it's not Jennifer Aniston sitting at the table. Obviously, when it cuts to, like, actually her, like, it's there, but right at the very beginning, um, you can, it appears probably to, like, be her stand-in. Um, and I loved the intro music to this episode. It seemed very like tropical, which was very out of like out of character for the show. I feel like mm, I didn't catch that. Good, mm. good catch. Thanks. All right. So the main part of the episode, um, Joey and the best man situation. Mm-hmm. So we're in the guy's apartment. Ross comes barreling in and he shows them the ring and <laughs> Chandler's in, like, ecstatic responses yes yes a thousand times yes like which is from pride and prejudice just to let nice, you guys nice know plug. thanks it's my favorite book <laughs> um joey then proceeds to ask who the best man is going to be and the whole scene just goes awkward mm. because ross has already asked chandler who has already said yes and this makes joey mad because he exclaims he has all sisters so he's not going to be a best man in any of their weddings and Chandler tries to encourage him and tells him, well, you can be the best man in mine. And then there's kind of a pause for a second. And then Joey repeats, I'm never going to get to be the best man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes Chandler kind of like, what? But we all get it. Um, and then Ross, in this moment, gets mad at Chandler because he's like, you've been the best man in both of my weddings. Why mm-hmm. would I not be the best man in your wedding? So this whole like battle ensues between joey and chandler and uh ross on who's going to be chandler's best man when he's not even engaged at the moment nor seeing anybody um so it leads ross to tell the guys that he is going to pick joey instead Mm -hmm. 
in the background, the Magna Doodle, Magna Doodle during this scene says, Big Chief ain't got no fire water. Is that from a movie? I don't know. Let me... <laughs> it I must could, be. I can Google it really quick, but it did seem... It, it did seem weird. Got no fire water. Okay, well. I think I need to... No, it goes directly to... The Friends episode? Yeah, like it shows the IMDb, and then it shows every Friends doodle board message explained. Oh, wait. Maybe oh. this... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> All you gotta do is read a little bit. Oh, you mean something like that? Oh, but I have to, like, you have literally to, like, scroll, scroll, to find scroll. It. Oh, wait, hold on. But it's automatically in season four, so. Where are we, 22? Yes. 2022. Towards the end. Uh, oh, it it does not explain it. Cool, cool, cool. It literally just says, yeah. Well, if any friends out there have any idea, let us know. Yeah. Um, so then we are you all good in that scene uh yes i am okay so we go to the cafe and joey is making a plan on what ross's bachelor party is going to be and his plan (laughs) is simply to get a lot of liquor (laughs) so then (laughs) we move on to the invite list and all he has down are guys and Gunther, because he was standing around when they're doing all this inviting stuff, and he figured he might as well invite him. I love how Gunther's like, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> it's walks so away. Good. It's so good. <laughs> um, and then Ross lets him know that he would like to invite his dinosaur dudes. Okay. When he does that, he looks directly into the camera. Really? Yes. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> like, directly at it. Uh, it's a big goof that's funny um so not a lot of guys but chandler enters and asks what they're doing he finds out and he tells him well the party's not going to be any better than last time and ross makes fun of him and says yeah in the basement of pizza hut (laughs) um because they're still it's obvious that they're still being petty about the idea that neither or that they're fighting over chandler's best man Mm -hmm. um so then Ross gets up to leave to go get Ben and tells Joey that he wants to keep the party mellow. No strippers, nothing like that. And Joey's like, okay, cool. And he leaves and Chandler starts making fun of him for having to plan a mellow party, which we all know is not what Joey will do. Mm-hmm. And Joey exclaims that he chose not to hear Ross say no strippers because there's <laughs> going to be strippers. Yes. <laughs> which we all know is like classic Joey, but like, n- no, Joey, don't do that. Um, did we already, did he already get to the part where you mentioned the six pack of Zima? Yes, he mentions that right after Ross exclaims the dinosaur dudes. Okay, so for those of you that don't know what Zima is, Zima is a clear lemon lime malt liquor. Um, they originally took it off the market in 2008. Apparently it is on it was back on the shelves again around uh, 2017 um and i don't know if it's still out but yeah it's a clear malt liquor 
Nice. Is there yeah. any like reason why he mentions it after he mentions the dinosaur dudes? Well, he was probably just like, I'm going to have to be drunk to hang out with those people, maybe, uh, was my thought. Yeah. Um, and like the well, way Ross said it, too, was like very cheesy. Yes, exactly. Like those are going to be like his dudes, you know. Right. Um, they're behind there's a there's some kind of sign in the cafe. I couldn't read the top like all of the top part when some of it was looking at Ross, like where the cam- camera angle was, but there's part of the sign where it says cash for cream and I just I don't know why I thought that was hilarious. Like does that mean you have to pay extra to get cream in your coffee? <laughs> um it was just funny. I just thought I'd bring it up. Nice. Nice catch. Thanks. All right, so we go back up to the boys' apartment and it's party time. And Ross exclaims that he loves that Joey got a stripper. Mm -hmm. Um, So he goes against what Ross says, but Ross ends up loving it. Um, And then Chandler declares very loudly that Gunther is going to be his best man. (laughs) But Gunther hits back at him and he's like, do you even know what my last name is? And Chandler's response was uh, Central Perk. Yeah. Which is obviously not his name. And we'll see that come into play a little bit later in this episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Gunther goes to leave and very like flippantly says to Ross, thanks for not marrying Rachel and <laughs> continues walking. Um, <laughs> but gets stopped by Joey because he can't forget his party favor shirt, mm-hmm. yes. which on the front very plainly says Ross Geller birthday or did it say birthday bash? No. Why is it? Why do I have birthday bash written down? I think <laughs> I have no idea. I think because that flows said, better. I think it said like, bachelor bash. Like, yeah. That's a little <laughs> well, bit harder to say. It's like more of a tongue twister. Yeah. Um, and then 1998, because that was the year. And on the back, it says Joey Tribbiani, best man, with a giant photo of Joey. <laughs> Just the All biggest color. photo of his face. You know, it'd be funny if the set designer like if they eventually sold those for like auction and they ended up in like some i don't know thrift shop somewhere i wonder if there's any of those like floating around in the world i would wear it i would do it'd be awesome <laughs> um now on the um, magnet doodle has changed for what is the rest of the episode it says another one bites the dust nice um so chandler so gunther leaves and chandler proclaims that the position of best man is open and then he looks at the bride, or he looks at the stripper and goes, and so is the bride. And she's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Come on, Chandler. Um, so Ross goes to leave, throws his shirt back in when Joey turns, because he didn't want it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everyone else leaves, and Joey unlocks his bedroom door. Which, which I thought I was so weird. Just thought was close. weird, too. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why is he locking his door? Right. Um, so he lets the duck and the chick out, which... Um, leads to this conversation between him and the stripper where she loves the animals and how they're in the apartment and she's very clearly flirting with him Um, and they wind up she winds up staying the night Um, yes and then it does this really quick like cut like to Joey's room and then back to the apartment yeah so it cuts to Joey's room he wakes up it's like morning or middle of the night or something and he realizes that she's gone. And he's wearing one of his own party favor shirts from last night. Yes, he is. Which I think is funny. Um, and then he rolls over and he's got uh, Emily's wedding band on the mm. dresser that Ross had given him. 
um, and he opens it. I don't know why he opens it, but he picks it up and opens it and realizes that the ring is missing. Well, what's weird is I think the box was open on the stand before. So the fact that like he grabs it and opens it, I think uh, maybe I missed that when, but like when I saw it on the stand, because I was trying to look at like the background stuff, I thought it was already open on the stand. It would make more sense with where it ends up. Right, because, like, what, the duck's going to close it again? Like, that makes no sense. (laughs) Joey, I mean, just thinking about Joey, was probably, like, trying it on, being funny, and then got ready for the party and left it open. (laughs) Probably. Um, So he very loudly runs out, wakes up Chandler, Mm -hmm. and all Chandler, like, Chandler's, like, kind of tired. He's like, wait, just, like, let me wake up a minute for this. And then he wakes up starts laughing like very evilly and he's, and then says what the title of the episode is you're the worst best man ever mm. there it is there it is it's not very often that like the title is actually said as a line in the show yeah you're right that is very true that is um, true cool anything else about that yes one of the biggest things now there's a lot because it's a party there's a lot happening in the background of this scene you know you've got like party deck like party decor a bunch of plates hats um decorations shrewn about the apartment one of the main ones that i want to draw attention to is that the balloons that you would think in the background are not actually balloons they're inflated condoms so anytime you're like looking behind the characters and you see like the banners and then there's like a balloon attached to it it's a condom i mean i shouldn't be surprised but that's hilarious and it's sort of like it makes sense like us girls for bachelorette parties like we do all of this sort of like you have like i don't know a penis straw or like just fun like ways to incorporate things in like a really funny way and i'm like that makes a lot of sense one guys are guys like who's gonna go to party city and pick up balloons for a bachelor party no one especially this group of friends um, so the fact that like Joey probably had a bunch of spare <laughs> condoms and they just like blew them up and tied them off and hung them up. I think it's hilarious. That's funny. Um, okay. So then a little while later, we're still in the boys apartment and Joey is frantic. He called the strippers company and they didn't care. He called 911 because what else would be an emergency? Mm-hmm. Um, and they were very, you know, exclaimed, like, this is not an emergency. Please don't call us back. Um, so then Ross enters to thank Joey for the awesome party. Let's us know that the dino dudes loved it because one had never been to a bachelor's party and one had never been to a party. Mm-hmm. So they were just excited. Um, then Joey starts to ask him, like, so I think that ring you got is, like, really cool. Like, if I were to, like, maybe want one for myself, where would I, where would I find it? <laughs> He's he like he's seriously considering going to buy a whole nother engagement ring. That's crazy. Right. right. Um and Ross is like, Well, that ring is a family heirloom from my grandmother. That ring and the clothes on her back were the only things she had when she got here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Chandler, so you might say that that ring is irreplaceable. He's like, Yeah, it's been in our family for years, for generations, and everybody that's worn it has lived long and healthy. Um and so Joey and Chandler are like kind of laughing, but like not laughing. And then Joey just lets it out and says the stripper stole it. And Ross does what I think Ross does anytime he gets angry. It's like a slow anger. It's like he, I don't know if it's like his brain is catching up to it or he just like doesn't 
mm-hmm. want to react really fast, but he slowly starts to freak out. It's a it's like a running gag. Like this is one of Joey's things. Like everyone else has figured it out and they're looking at Joey because pretty soon it's going to register. Like that is a running gag throughout the rest of the series for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So Ross starts freaking out and he asks like when did this happen? And Chandler just replies, "You know, I think it started when you said, "Hey Joey, you can be my best man." <laughs> that was so good. So good. <laughs> so good. Uh um So Ross wants to call the police, and he wants Mm. to call the company, but Joey lets him know I already did that, um, and they didn't seem to care. And so he starts basically begging for forgiveness. And you can see in Chandler's face that he's, like, wanting to come to the rescue and, like, help out. Yeah. So he's like, hey, guys, why don't we call the stripper, use a fake name, and have her come to my office? And Ross gets what he's trying to get at, but Mm -hmm. Joey is like, not right now, dude. We got a ring to find. Yeah. Misses the point completely. Completely. Um, hey, in a previous yes. scene, I forgot. I like... That was good. I was like, I thought I was thought I was done, and then I really wasn't. Um, when the scene just before this, um, like... It's after the bachelor party when Joey unlocks his door and is demonstrating to the chick, like, how the duck's trained. Like, in the very bottom left corner, you can very clearly see where the set ends. So I just wanted to point that out. Nice. Because it's very, like, it's very obvious. I feel like you're good at catching those. Well, I was, I was, like, trying to look. And at first I was like, wait, have I seen that room before? Like, nope, Joey's room's right there. Then the wall goes a little bit further to the left. And then it just, like, stops. And you can tell, like... It's not additional, like, it's not, like, a, another room that they're pretending is, like, a laundry room or something. It was, like, it's very clearly the end of the set. Nice. Um, so then we go to the office, Chandler's office, and the yes. guys enter devising a plan. Um, but before they can do anything with the plan, the stripper knocks and asks for none other than <laughs> Gunther Central Perk. It's so perfect. Obviously, it's a little lukewarm tribute to Gunther but also the fact that he literally said that that was his name earlier so it's perfect yeah it was good um so one thing Chandler had said before they opened the door was like just everybody play cool just be cool Mm -hmm. but of course as soon as she asks for Gunther Central Perk Ross freaks out and does this like thing in front of his face like his hand like feeling his like ring finger and he goes where where's my where's my dead grandmother's ring he's like where is it where is it and then right after ross does that the scene you probably noticed it and people have commented on this the scene cuts to a wider angle or wider angle sorry and then chandler responds like way to be cool man and as he says the line you can see joey hiding which is really matt leblanc he is breaking character hard yeah, yeah he is like doubled over bent over both hands <laughs> cupped to his mouth stifling a laugh and it's, it's so great like how did they keep that in there it was it makes it's me amazing they kept it in there because it was so funny <laughs> i mean because continuity i mean like that was such a break it was so bad yeah it was so bad but so good in all the right ways but yeah, Ross's think, hands, he's like, he's using the same thumbs, like, to touch the inside 
the insides of his ring finger on both hands at the same time. He's like, where's my grandmother's ring? <laughs> yeah, it, it's like classic Ross. And I want, it makes me wonder if like, if like because he broke character so much, like mm-hmm. if if he wasn't like if he improvised like the hand movements. Maybe. Like, I feel like that made that whole part. Yeah. It was hilarious. Like this, I think this might be my favorite scene simply because of Ross in that moment. Yeah. Anyways, I digress. Um, So the stripper looks at them and is very confused. And she's like, wait, why would I want to steal the ring? She's like, I make $1,600 a week doing what I do. Do any of you guys make that? And they all kind of like shy away. And Chandler's like, marry me? Marry me. (laughs) And then it cuts um, from that scene. Uh, Anything else in the office? Um, No. All right, so then we go back to the boys' apartment, and the guys are sitting there confused, like, the stripper didn't take it, who took the ring? And in that same moment, the duck quacks and kind of, like, does this little waddle thing, and it gets quiet, and all it, the guys, like, or, or Joey says, like, you know, not right now, like, we're trying to figure something out. Hey, wait and a the, minute. Can I mention just yeah. in the workplace where he mentioned the Hardy Boys? <laughs> Yeah, I just thought that was so great. I never read any of the Hardy Boys, but I was a Nancy Drew person, and those like series were written at approximately like the same time, and they had very similar themes. Were like boys solving crimes, and then like girls solving crimes, and I just like I loved that they mentioned that because I used to read like a Nancy Drew book a night. So when they said Hardy Boys, for those of you, it's like a it's like a young adults, maybe like even like young teen crime but this one like hardy boys was like made for boys you know at least back in the day it was um but i just i loved it so okay continue sorry um so joey tells the duck like to pipe down basically they're trying to figure something out and chandler and ross are looking at the duck because they just asked the question like where could this ring be Mm -hmm. um and joey it takes him a minute but he finally gets it too and so it cuts really quick to the vet's office and Joey is worried about the duck because they found the ring was in the duck because the duck had ate it. Mm. Um, but the, the doctor or the vet assured them it's a simple procedure. The duck will be out for a little while, but he'll be fine. And Joey is just like very worried. So yeah. he sits down and then they do this really weird flashback montage mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. of memories that all the guys had with the ducks or with the duck so strange so it was so strange i'm not even going to digress into into it if you really want to see it go watch it well Um, so with a with a little like a little quick thing about it um there in this reminiscing there's a scene where chandler's in the boat and the duck is in the bucket you can clearly see a member of the crew and the end of the wall in that scene (laughs) so nice um, it, it was maybe like 20 seconds. It was not very long. No. So they come out of the flashback and the doc comes out and has the ring. And so Ross like is very excited and he grabs it and then he sniffs it and very quickly pulls back and they all kind of look at him like, what did you just do that for? Because that Ew. just came out of the duck. It's so weird. It's so weird. Um, and then Joey is still mad at himself. He's like, I lost the ring. 
Um, you have to make Chandler your best man because I'm the worst best man ever. And the guys just do what they're really good at always doing and encouraging each other. Yeah. Um, Chandler's trying to be like, no, man, like, that's okay. Like, you didn't want, like, you didn't expect that to happen. And then Ross is like, well, no, like, I can't. He's like, he's like, I can do one better. He's like, most people have one, but I've got two. And so I'm going to make both of you my best men. Best, Aww. yeah, best men's men. Best men. Bestest men. <laughs> right. I don't know. That's an office. Um, <laughs> That's an office thing. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, but it was a really sweet moment. And Joey excuses himself to go cry. <laughs> and then Ross and um, Chandler look at each other and like, man, he's weak. As they're both like starting to cry. Yeah. When the vet comes out, like the background dog that's in there, he sits up. But then in the next shot, while the guys are talking, the dog is laid down. Then in the next scene, when it switches angles, the dog's up again and then he's down. So there's some continu- continuity there. Dogs are unpredictable, man. They, they are. Um, and then the last thing about the boys and all of this is the tag. Honestly, really I love the, the tag. What? I love the tags so much. Oh, yeah, it was so sweet. It was just the duck in a little basin of water taking a bath. By what himself. was what I thought was funny was the fact that they added in just random duck quacking audio. Yeah. Like you did not need to do that. I know it's a duck sitting in front of me and like <laughs> right. the raw audio of him like taking a little bath like I could have that play on like a YouTube video for 24 hours like in the background. Like it you know what I mean? Like it's just it just didn't need the duck quacking, but I loved it. I thought it was so cute. Yeah, it was adorable. Um, all right. So anything else on the guys and best man? Um, okay. One thing that we did mention at the very beginning, I know this is, this is actually a great segue into the girl's side, but we did already talk about the soft open. So I just wanted to like pull it back. Um, in the soft open, Phoebe it says, um, it's easier than having three babies playing, bringing in the noise, bringing in the funk on your bladder. The correct title of the musical is bring in the noise, bring in the funk. So she just added like bringing versus bring. So just factual error there, but it's a good segue to the girls. Yes. So we will switch over to Phoebe and her hormones slash pregnancy. Yes, what a lovely trip we took. The ups yes. and the downs. Yes. <laughs> and the all around. <laughs> so we're in the girls' apartment, mm-hmm. and Phoebe and the two girls are there, and she's exclaiming how the baby is kicking, and like, don't make me come in there. And the um, she was making it seem like it was a bad thing. And Monica's like, well, isn't that good? That means the baby is like alive and healthy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, because the baby's kicking the other babies and like making a big deal about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's clearly having another mood swing because she goes from like excited to like very mad. Yes. Um, and in this scene, Joey does walk in and he asks for a bowl for a party um, that we find out the girls are not invited to. And Phoebe yells at him as he starts walking out the door. And they just want to know, like, why are we not invited to this party? And he goes, well, are you guys bachelors? Well, no. Are you strippers? No. All right, then you're not invited. Yeah. Um, and Rachel pipes up and she's like, well, then then none of you are invited to the, the, the baby shower that we're going to throw for Phoebe. Um, which is obviously very much not planned. Uh, right. And Joey's like, 
well, a baby shower I don't want to go to anyway, so yeah. bye. <laughs> and so he leaves, and Phoebe is just thrilled, and she goes from overexcitement to mm-hmm. instant crying. Yeah. Aw. Poor Because of all of her hormones. hormones. <laughs> yeah, in this, uh, you know how Rachel has this, like, dress, but she also has this very long blazer-type jacket coat thing on? She yeah. wears this. She wears the the dress at least for like the whole episode, and I can't I can't decide if I love it or hate it. Did you get like a good look at it? I would love your opinion. Um, I don't think I got enough of a look at it to okay. rate whether I like it or not. Sure, it just seemed like I, I like if I think it was like a denim ish type, either fabric or type of material or like look at least. But then like the cutouts, I don't know. I just. I couldn't decide, but I just wanted to make a call to it. Like, she looked great in it, of course, but you almost look great in anything when you're, like, that thin. <laughs> I will say um, that I loved Monica's hair. Mm. Like, I felt like I felt like her hair and her, like, outfit in this scene and then the scene immediately after that they're in was, like, on point. Okay. Nice. I think it was, like, a striped t-shirt and maybe black pants, but I don't know, because her hair is, like, that awkward short length. And so yeah. she just had it in, like, two small pigtails in the back and then, like, some little bangs on this. It was really cute. Mm-hmm. Nice. Since we've been, like, knocking on, like, Monica's hair this season. That's true. Yeah. Felt like she needed one good thing. It's, like, coming back longer. Yeah. Um, okay. So then a little while later, we're back in the apartment. And Monica walks in and she's very excited and shows Rachel the outfits that she purchased for Phoebe. <laughs> and the first two she pulls out were I think meant for boys and like village um, people <laughs> Rachel's comments like what are they little village people um, so good but then she pulls out a third and it's a little pink dress that was adorable and I would say any baby and that would look so cute um, and they both really loved it but then their excitement turns to sadness when they realize that Phoebe will not be the one dressing these babies after they are born that's a really sad realization. Like it is. You want to be excited for someone having babies. Yeah. But they're which, totally right. Like when, when I you first get them. Sorry, go ahead. No, that was it. That was it. Like, no, when, so like when when they first mentioned like throwing her a baby shower, it might the first thought that came to mind was like, why wasn't this already planned? But then yeah. I immediately remembered yes. like this is not for her. Like these babies are not for her. So strange. So it I understand why you're not having a baby shower, but also you could have thrown one for Frank and Alice and just had Phoebe, like, included. But but what's hard is that, like, you have different friends than the person. Like, if they threw it for Frank and Alice, like, they would want their friends to be there to celebrate. Right. It's such a weird, like... It's a weird how, if any of If any of our friends are surrogates in real life, I'm very interested how you guys do that. <laughs> In the party realm, I mean, not like actually how do you do it. I understand the the workings of it. It's the party element that I don't get. Do you get a party? Do you get one every time? What do you get right. at your parties? Do you go to their parties and just eat free food? I don't know. Yeah, I don't I need know. answers. <laughs> yeah, well, in this, Monica decides that why don't we change the gifts to things that she could use after she's done being pregnant? In like, theory, great idea. In theory, yes. Like, great buy idea. her a bottle of tequila, uh-huh. buy her 
regular coffee because she'd already complained about not being able to drink that. Yep. Um, and then buy her those cute leather pants that she's been eyeing. Yeah. But that she can't fit in right now. Yes. Well, then it takes a quick cut yeah. to the actual party, which mm. is literally maybe like 30 seconds yeah. um, of Phoebe so angry. Why would you buy me something that I can't enjoy for another two months? Oof. And then she loudly exclaims, does anybody else have a gift that isn't something that I can't have for the next two months? Yeah. And they all like hide their gifts behind their back. Yeah. And given that Phoebe is a staunch, she has a staunch vegetarian lifestyle and has opposition to fur, it's probably unlikely that she would want leather pants. So there's a little bit of like a character continuity error just in that in general. So I just wanted to call that out. Yeah, that's a good catch. Um, So a little while later, we go to the cafe. And Phoebe comes in and she apologizes to the girls for her mood. And I do, <laughs> I do want to point out that when she sits on the couch, like, Rachel and Monica like scoot closer together. It's like Rachel's like leaning into Monica because they want to get as far away from her as possible. They're so scared. <laughs> They're so scared. Um, but she like their iced coffee. Their iced coffees look so good. Did you see those? No, I didn't. They don't oh my gosh, drink iced. I know. That's why I noticed them. Both of the girls had like iced coffees, and I was like, those look so good. I'm surprised you didn't notice it. No, I didn't. I was looking at their their looks. They're they're huddling into each other. (laughs) Um, But she apologizes. They kind of like lighten up a little bit. And then she goes in for a hug and like they kind of tense for a moment, but then realize that she's being genuine. So they hug her. Yeah. Um, And then she tells them like, you know, I've been talking a lot about me. Like what like what are you guys up to? Like, let's talk about you for a while. So Rachel mentions that they were just talking about how she's not going to Ross's wedding um, because of the history and she just doesn't feel that it's, you know, like right to go. And then Phoebe very calmly starts saying, well, this reminds me of a story of a time that I was living on the street and a guy offered to buy me food if I slept with him. And Rachel and Monica are very confused. And I'm like, how does this have anything to do with what we were talking about? Yeah. And Phoebe's like, well, it doesn't because my issue was an actual problem whereas yours is just some high school crap or rachel <laughs> that like nobody actually cares to talk about it's and bad. it it goes from like her being really calm telling this story to by the end of it she's like screaming at them yeah and rachel is just like taken back and starts crying because honestly i probably would have done the same thing in rachel's position yeah and phoebe exclaims all right here come the waterworks <laughs> which makes her cry even more <laughs> Um, did you notice Rachel's nails in this episode? They're like a see-through clear nail, but it's like this shine, like this like um, iridescent E type matte shine to it. Oh, it drove me nuts. I'm like, just either have it be white or like a nude, <laughs> but it was like the the see-through clear with the the sheen that made it weird for me. I just didn't like it. It's weird. Yeah. Um, So we go back up to the apartment, and this is where we're at the rest of the time with the girls. Mm -hmm. And the girls are hesitantly giving Phoebe tea. Like, they're doing everything together, like, right next to each other. Kind of like, it feels like if they need to defend themselves, they can. Um, But Monica hands her tea, she sips it, and she likes it. So she sets it down on the table, and 
they walk back into the kitchen and then Phoebe feels what she thinks is a contraction. So they jump in and they're, mm-hmm. it's like really quick. Like the girls jump in, like, what can we do? Um, like I haven't cleaned the house. I haven't sterilized the house since the guys moved out. <laughs> um, but we need to get you to the hospital. And Phoebe's like, well, it could just be fake labor. She's like, just give me the book. Like, give me the book. She's like, all right, where's the book? Where's the book? And so Rachel hands Monica a book mm-hmm. that turns out being the Bible, <clears throat> which is a book, but not the book that she was asking for. Yeah, um, not what they were looking for. <laughs> no. So then Rachel is asking uh, Phoebe, like, how do you know that it's false labor? And Phoebe said that, you know, like, that's what the doctors say, that sometimes when you get towards the end, it can be false labor. Um, and she finally, like, opens up and lets the girls know that she's just really sad that this is going to be over soon and that she doesn't get to move on and do the mom thing. Yeah. And she understands that, like, this is what she signed up for. Like, I understand that this is what's happening, but it's still, you know, like, hitting me that very soon they won't be here anymore. And, like, this yeah. closeness that I have with them will not be around. Um, and this moment... It's probably another one of my favorite moments of the whole episode. The girls get to like encourage her um, and let her know that like while you may not be their mom, like you will have like a ton of nieces and nephews running around. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to have to discipline them. You won't have to put them on Ritalin if they get to be too crazy. Right. Um, you won't have to pay for college. And you get to be the cool Aunt Phoebe. And um, Rachel ends it with telling her like these kids are going to love you because you've loved them so much already. Um, and this makes Phoebe feel, you can tell, like a weight has been lifted from her shoulders. She can like, she feels a lot better about it. Um, yeah. And then she proceeds to trick them with another fake pain. Not once, but <laughs> twice. <laughs> yes. So anything else about the girls, the guys? The episode? My my only last thing is that there was a scene featuring Emily that only appears in a certain DVD version of this episode. Um, It's with Ross and Monica in Central Perk where Ross confesses that he has his grandmother's ring because their mother thought Monica didn't need one. (laughs) Wow. Mm-hmm. Monica then tells Emily where the ring has been. Um, so that's just a little fun fact there for you. Um, regardless, I know, regardless of the fact that she's not in most, like most of the versions that we see now, she is still credited in the episode, even though they took that scene out. Wow. It's a good yeah. fact. Yeah, that's it. That that's all my fun facts. Nice favorite scene. Um, I have to say it's the same one that you said. It's where Ross freaks out, and then Matt LeBlanc like doubled over, like trying to stifle his laugh is just hilarious to me. It's really good. Nice. What about you? Yeah, I would definitely say that's my favorite moment. Um, and I think the ending with the girls, where they're all encouraging Phoebe was my favorite scene oh yeah i changed mine to that too yeah you're right it was really cute for them it was yeah all right episode rating episode rating i think i'm going to have to do 
Uh, I'm going to say we were on a break. Okay. It was definitely better than last week's. Last week's, obviously, is really hard <laughs> to compare it to because right. it pretty much wasn't an episode. But, um, yeah, I don't even have – it's like – I, I try and think of every episode starting off at an unagi, like right in the middle, like just even keel, like normal, regular episode. And then if it like surprises me a little bit, I'll get it up. And then if it like doesn't, I'll bump it down. So I just think it was like a, I think it was just, just underneath like a status quo type episode. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to say how you doing for this okay. one. So you Which, went up a little bit. Yeah, I think this episode did surprise me a little bit. Um, I found myself laughing really hard at a few moments. And it, honestly, there were a lot of the like one-liners that Chandler had. Um, and I only remember like laughing at those moments because I was watching this at home with my headphones in while my roommate was sleeping because she works tonight. Um and so I was trying not to be loud, but I was like physically, like I could not contain the laughter. Um, and I, it, not every episode can do that for me. So the fact that that happened was good. And then I just really, I just thought it was funny with the girls, the way that um, Monica and Chandler, or not Monica and Chandler, oh wow, um, Monica and Rachel were like terrified of Phoebe. Like I feel like they played that very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just think, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like a one, like a super big episode. And honestly, you don't need to watch it in the grand scheme of things. But um, I think it was funny. And for that, I'm going to give it at least a how you doing. Nice. Yeah. All right. Let's do post show wrap up. But sadly, wah, wah, wah. Without okay, trivia time. Llewellyn, explain this to us. Yes. So. <laughs> uh, Guys, I, in all transparency, I don't record anymore at my house um, because my roommates have like a group of friends that come over on the day that we usually record. Mm-hmm. Um, so I usually just go to my mom's to do the recording. But this week is odd in that we last minute decided to record. And um, I, in my midst of packing stuff to go to my mom's house, forgot to grab the trivia questions. Yes. Yes, you did. So there will not be <laughs> trivia this week, and I apologize for that. So maybe on a future episode, we'll have more than two to make up for it. Yeah. So I'm sorry, guys. <sighs> Forgive me. Okay. Um, and we also don't have a social media spotlight this week because <laughs> no one reached out to us. Boo. That's okay, but somebody <laughs> will reach out to us after this episode because they're going to figure out what that magnitude meant. Yeah. Yeah, they are. At least I'm hoping. <laughs> you have more faith than I do. And if if not, just reach out to us and tell us that you tried. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I like that. Um, okay. Then recommend to a friend. Yeah. So you're probably looking at mine like, what is that a recommend? Um, <laughs> no, I, I fully support it if I think it is just <laughs> nice. at a basic level what it is. <laughs> um, so I don't know if our friends know this about me, but I'm obsessed with dogs. Um, <laughs> I probably have mentioned it a time or two, but it really became clear to me the other day when I um, when I was at a rehearsal and the leader, like every now and then like somebody will come with a question that all of us have to answer. And the question was, what's a strange fact about you? Um, 
And I am terrible at coming mm. up with answers on the spot like that. Like, I know that I've got a lot of strange facts about me, but in that moment, literally none, because I couldn't think of any. Um, and mind you, these people, I've only moved to Florida a year ago. I've known a lot of these people for six months or less. Mm. So I'm like, none of you would know any of my strange facts anyway. But he pipes up. He's like, don't tell me you don't have one because I can think of one for you. And I'm like, how? Well, how is this possible? Um, So my strange fact was apparently that I'm obsessed with dogs, but I'm also slightly allergic to them. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Which, to be fair, I've only ever been allergic to one dog, and it's the dog that's currently living in our home. Um, So I don't actually know that I'm allergic to dogs, just that one. Mm. But that's not my favorite that's not that's not what i'm trying to recommend to you guys i'm just trying to recommend that dogs are amazing um and if you don't like dogs i am so sorry for you but uh (laughs) you should i'm sorry Um, about your life (laughs) um the other day i so in our home my roommate has a lab he's a lab something mix but he's mostly a lab he's three years old and he's literally a monster like picture a lab like a golden lab if you've ever seen one Mm -hmm. or just google it um their average weight is maybe 70 75 pounds a male dog like that this dog when she got him weighed 120 pounds um we don't know why but that's just what he weighed we've gotten him down to almost 100 i think last she checked he was 105 um but he's still big. Anytime I t- send a picture to somebody, oh my gosh, they're like, that guy's a monster. And I was like, yes, but he's also the most loving dog you will ever meet. And he loves to play with toys. He loves scratches, but only on his butt. Um, <laughs> he hates hugs. If you try, if he's like annoying the crap out of us, we'll just bear hug him because he hates it. And we're just trying to show him that if you do something we hate, we're going to do something you hate. Mm. Um, but I spent a lot of time with him this week took him on a car ride we gave him a bath which he loves which is odd for dogs um and i don't know as i was like trying to think of a recommend i was like i'm just gonna tell the world that i love dogs because i do love dogs i don't own one currently i have one in our house but if i could have five dogs around me at all times i would be a-okay with that (laughs) so if you don't like dogs i'm sorry for you if you love dogs you're my person um (laughs) (laughs) and if you have a dog in your life and you want to send us a picture i wouldn't be mad about it oh guys that's what our social media spotlight next week should be it should just be llewellyn and i open up brand new messages on instagram and it just being like your guys's dogs yeah and we can just be like oh i'll have to get permission from my roommate but maybe maybe we can post a picture of her dog on our social media so you can see what i'm talking about when i talk about this monster of a dog here's what we'll do if you guys post a reel in the next week before the next episode happens of your animal mostly dogs included (laughs) well and you tag us like make sure to tag the one with friends podcast instagram we will reshare it and we went awe of all about it yes Cool. And if you if you want to post any other animals, that's fine. The only animal I ask you that can. you never post is a spider. If you post a tarantula, I will yeah, never look at it. So <laughs> any other animals, fair game, though. Yes. But mostly dogs. Yes, yes, yes. 
Okay, what about you? Um, okay, so mine, I'm like looking around my room and I realize that I have this like common theme that's happened. So over the years, I have, uh, I was a server at different restaurants. And over time, I would accumulate different like cool looking liquor bottles. And I use them to like upcycle them. So ones with like a little bit wider, um, like wider of a spout or ones where like the bulb, the bulbous part, like the, the wider part is really cool. I'll put like bath salts in and leave them in the bathroom. Um, but then I've also been using them as a, like a candle holder, um, for the tapered candles, like the tall tapered candles so that as they burn, it's cool. Cause the wax will like just drip all the way down the glass, which I think ultimately like once it builds up a little bit, it'll be super pretty, but I just thought like if you guys like obviously if you drink at home drink responsibility like responsibility responsibly if you do but think about like considering reusing and upcycling some of those bottles because they can turn into really cool little house um decor items in in like a fun way so um I know people do that a lot with wine bottles which I mean, maybe you could have like one of those, but you want them of like varying heights and like the wine bottle candle holder is like so early 2000 teens and it's a little chuggy. So just like do, do liquor bottles instead. Trust me, they look a lot better. That's my recommend to a friend. It's funny that you say that. Um, last year because you have a bunch of wine bottles with... <laughs> no not a bunch um <laughs> wait in your old apartment though you spray painted a bunch of wine bottles didn't you yeah i mean you say a bunch you little, like up, you little wino like, um, <laughs> we need to talk <laughs> no i i had are just you saved, okay <laughs> yeah i had just saved like different size ones like different types of bottles mm-hmm. and then i spray painted them yes. a couple of different colors i know i saw I only kept, I think I had spray painted four. I think I only kept two when I moved here, moved here, but every now and then I'll put like flowers or something in them. Um, but they're golden white and they don't look bad. Uh, but I did actually, there's a, at one of the farmer's markets down here, there's a company that during COVID, um, I think he used to be a server, like you had mentioned. And he just like noticed how they were throwing a lot of bottles away Mm -hmm. all the time. And, um, so during COVID, they decided to start their own candle making company. And what they did was they partnered with a couple different restaurants around here and they took all of their wine, like wine bottles, like they would basically give them their empty wine bottles and they cut them, which knowing how to cut a wine bottle. It's strategic. To. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they would cut them and in the bottom portion, they made candles. And then his wife is like a graphic designer. So she made these like really cool labels for each one of them um and then the top portion they made wind chimes out of so they're recycling like everything they use is like recycled material super Um, cool and then if you burn your candle and you bring it back you can basically like give it to them and they'll give you 20 percent off of another candle so it's like they're just continuing to use the same materials over and over and i'm like that's incredible did you burn yours all the way through i remember like we walked through that market and you bought one wasn't it like a harry Um, potter themed one yeah, it's called Expecto Patronum. I literally Love bought it because, yeah, I think I did buy it when you were there. And he pointed out the Harry Potter ones. Yes. And I bought it not because I like the scent, but because I loved the label. Yes. Have you but burned the it all? nice, too. Um, I'm still working through it. I had one that I had brought from home that I was working through. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but it's almost gone. 
and the market actually I think ends soon so I need to go back and get another one before it ends oh yeah nice yeah okay next week we cover I guess it's part one of the the one with Ross's wedding what we are so close to the end guys oh my gosh all right so we will catch you next week on the one with friends podcast 